John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high-gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hi, everybody. It's me, Ed Peterson. Hi, Ed. It's me, John Kiltica. How are you, John? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's snowing out. Is it snowing again? It is, again. Is it going to snow a buttload like it always does here? Maybe. We're in December, and apparently it doesn't snow in December in Seattle a lot. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of snow the last few days. Whatever. For Seattle, a lot of snow is like a sixteenth of an inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't handle it well. That's fine. Well, you know, it is very hilly in Seattle. You could slide down a hill and... Break a hip. Break a hip. Exactly. Beautiful West Seattle. That is where we are recording from. Yeah. I like that. Strymon Flint. One side has got the trim, and the other side's got the reverb. Have we done one of these guitars before, John? We have not. I thought you might be interested in this, Ed. This is a Novo guitar. Yeah. As designed and built by our man, Dennis Fano. Yep. Beverages. 
Beverages, Ed. That was a good one. Pretty fuzzy boy. Top of the dome, going through the Chase Bliss preamp Mark II. Maybe a little 1981 on there, too. 1981 was on there. I might be heading into a month without the Cro-Mug, John. <sighs> and I could not be less happy. I'm not stoked that I've got to drink it out of this Garbo cup, you know? And I've got a Best Day Brewing Kolsch-style non-alcoholic beer. Isn't Kolsch German? It's got some umlauts over the O. Oh, it's got to be German. Born in Northern California, it says. Oh. Brewed for doers. Oh. Are you a doer, John? Well, I'm not the one holding the can. Are you? Climbers. Oh. I went to a climbing wall and did some bouldering. The kids call it bouldering. Did some falling? I did a fair bit of falling. So, yeah, this is apparently built for me. Well, all right, then. I am back once again to the blueberry pomegranate body armor. Under armor. Yes, the under armor beverage. Mm -hmm. Because I very much enjoyed having my electrolytes restored and my yep. antioxidants in check. Very delicious. When people talk about JFK... All they bring up is like, man, that guy's antioxidants on point. That guy's anti-O game is good. I should one of these times bring like a pen or whatever and... Shotgun. Shotgun one of these non-alcoholic beers. I'll hook up a funnel. Exactly. <laughs> funnel a six-pack of non-alcoholics. <laughs> Just see what that does to me. <laughs> More top of the dome, JFK. Top of the dome. I could tell. I just feel it coming through the fingers. Yeah, yeah. You know how we do. You know, you say that sort of jesty, but I do think that some guitars you pick up, you play it a certain way. I think that's true. Yeah. We are looking at a Novo Solace F1. Mm. An offset single cutaway. With the Florentine cutaway. Hold it up again? Holding it up, Ed. Yeah, okay. I guess the offset didn't just jump out at me. It wasn't the first thing I thought of. It's got a Lindy Fralin high output pickup in it. A single pickup. It's got a Tele bridge with the breast saddles in it. That's about it. The body is pine tempered. Solace, alone or unaccompanied? Oh, it's an actual word. It's a word. And you have a guitar with a single pickup. That's going to have something to do with it. The grain of the wood. Yeah. Looks rad yeah. on this thing. The grain is going to pop like that in tempered wood. Love it. More guitars should have that. It dries out the wood and hardens it in a way that makes it both lighter mm -hmm. and more resonant. Love it. All the way bridgy. Yep. All the way not toned. <laughs> I can't go <laughs> next. Less bridgy. There's a lot of travel on that tone. Yeah, now. exactly. You don't need another pickup. You don't. I don't think a guitar has ever been improved on since the Esquire. Why'd they even bother? We could have just had that one guitar and called it a day. That's like the P bass, isn't it? It feels like every bass since then is just a variation of that. Right. Just nonsense that you don't need. Come on. Yeah. Calm down. 
Cool headstock. Yeah, the headstock is a thing unto itself. Six on a side. It is not not fendery. It's strat-ish. Our man Dennis Fano, born in 1970 in New Jersey. Oh, great. Yeah, Jersey boy. Let's talk about Jersey for a while. Is there cool stuff there? There's all kinds of cool food that Ed would never eat. Oh, sure. Dennis, as a small child, moved around a little bit. Florida, North Carolina, and whatnots. South. Did end up back in New Jersey for his teen years, okay. which were formative for him. Anywhere near where you lived? What exit? He was in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Little tiny bit north of me. You park in a driveway. But you drive on the parkway. What is up with that? Anyway, Bloomfield, New Jersey, he's there for his teen years when he starts learning how to play guitar. Like you in New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. I want this to just be the Jersey episode, John. Can we just concentrate on Jersey? Yeah. Sinatra, a Jersey guy? Hoboken, born and raised. The site of his childhood home, mm -hmm. Sinatra. Yeah. The home is long gone. Okay. But the Sinatra condos are there. Sure. I hope there's some first floor retail. Go down, get a little za. So he starts learning how to play guitar and becomes good enough, like a lot of people, to play in bands in and around his own town. Cool. Eventually starts tinkering with instruments. The way a lot of us, I think, did, I never turned into a builder or anything, but you always wonder, like, what if I take this pickup mm. out? What does yeah. it do? Yeah. So he was that guy. Yeah. And he was messing around with instruments for friends and things, buying kits, mm -hmm. assembling the kits for his friends. Yes. Hey, Dennis Fano, I bought a kit, but I'm too scared to put it together. Will you do it for me? Sure. Maybe some of that. Why not? A little later on, he's getting into adulthood, or maybe he is adulting already. What year was he born? 70. Gen X guy, roughly. You know, he's in our cohort. He's in our cohort. That's great. Getting into the 90s, he's getting a little more bold. Maybe turning grungy. I bet he had long hair. Probably. Did you have long hair? Yeah. Did I have long hair? Yeah. Of course. Duh. He's got a P-Bass, and he wants to modify this P-Bass. He wants to turn his bass into an eight-string bass. Oh, no. <laughs> He's in our cohort, John. Of course that's what he was doing. Only he fucked it up. <laughs> if you've got a P-Bass, that nut is only X wide. Yeah, it's narrow. How are you going to get eight slots in there without it cracking or breaking yeah, yeah. or chipping? So he gives up and decides to go to uh, a tech. I got to go to a real repair person and see if we can fix it. Mm -hmm. He goes to Yumanov Guitars in New York City, one of the good used shops. Yeah. There were a few, right? More than a few, yeah. Is it in New York that there's that row of the music shops? There was. There was. That was West 48th Street. Okay. You could just like walk up and down West 48th Street and dig on that. Oh my God, that's awesome. I haven't been there in years. My understanding is that all that's gone. Sure. So he goes to Yumanoff and the guy fixes his bass for him. Mm -hmm. He shows him the P bass. Hey, I fucked up my P bass. Yeah. But the repair guy is looking at it and he was impressed enough with the work that Fano hadn't fucked up <laughs> <laughs> to recommend him for a job at Yumanoff's. Yeah. Hey, do we need an apprentice, like a repair gopher or something? Yeah. An eight string bass guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. So they hired him. Great. By this point, it's 95 and he's fixing all kinds of stuff. They're teaching him the ropes, acoustic guitars, electrics, basses, everything. And he's really learning how to put things together and rip them down and take them apart. Sure. He's getting an education. At one point, this guy named David Yazbek comes into the shop. Do they call him Yaz? They do. It'd be a 
huge missed opportunity if they didn't call that dude Yaz. Oh, yeah. Talk to Beck. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You call that guy Yaz. Music producer. Okay. Fano recognizes him because it turns out Dennis Fano mm -hmm. is nuts for XTC. Of course. He has an XTC tattoo. Oh, no kidding. Perfect. He's got XTC pictures and shit up on his workbench at Umanoff's. Yep. So, of course, he knows who produced XTC. Yeah. So he was like, hey, David Jazbeck, I love XTC. And he shows him all this stuff. And he says to him, mm -hmm. hey, if you happen to talk to Andy Partridge anytime <laughs> soon, <laughs> yeah, tell him I'll make him a guitar. I'll make him whatever he wants. Love it. Jazbeck's like, yeah, yeah, all right, I'll pass it along. Lo and behold, Ed, he did. Hey, this kid at this shop who does the repairs wants to make you a guitar. Yeah, all right, give him my phone number. So Yazbek calls up Fano and says, here's Andy Partridge's phone number. It took Fano a while to get up the nerve to actually call Andy Partridge, mm -hmm. but he did. And Partridge is like, well, what are you thinking of doing? And Fano said, whatever you want. Love it. How many custom from scratch guitars had Fano built at this point? Zero. Zero. <laughs> ah, this kid. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Five years go by, Ed. Okay. Now it's 2000, and Fano has been at Umanov's for five years. I think in no small part due to his adventure with Andy Partridge of XTC, Fano has the confidence to think, well, maybe I should go out on my own and start designing and making guitars. Sure. So that's what he does. And the philosophy he establishes is pretty cool. Okay. You've seen all the other Fano stuff. For sure. He did a thought experiment. He said, well, you know, a lot of the guitars I like, a lot of shapes I like, were made by companies in the 50s and 60s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Rickenbacker, Gretsch, Guild, not to mention Fender and Gibson. Some of the finest examples that he liked were all back then. What if there existed a universe where the best of those builders were all under one roof as one company? Yeah. What would they have come up with? Yeah, okay. The ultimate mashup. This guitar is super duper that. It's a slab body, so it kind of has telly vibes, but it's also pretty Les Paul Jr.-y. Yeah. But then it's an offset, so it's more Fender-y. But then the pick guard sweeps back, and it's got, like... Points yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. And so he was thinking about Rickenbacker bodies and set neck or bolt-on. Yep. The first guitar he comes up with, he called the Artifact series. Back in the Fano days. 2006 was when those came out. Okay. But then he discovered that Vince Cunetto... The guy that popularized relicking, he was the guy that did all the relics for Fender. Okay, I remember this guy, yeah. Cunetto has moved on and is making his own guitars. Fano finds out that Cunetto is calling his guitars Artifacts. Mm. So he's like, oh shit, I can't use that name. What sounds like Artifacts? He comes up with Alt De Facto. Mm. It doesn't okay. mean anything. According to Fano, he just liked that if you say it fast, it sounds close enough to Artifact. Sure. So he went with that. That was the first shape under Fano Guitars. Great. Here's where the story gets a little convoluted, but okay. somehow still linear. Okay. 2006. He signs a deal with the Premier Builders Guild. Yes. Out in California. They're in Arroyo Grande. Was Abernathy with those guys? I think he was one of the builders out there. Right? Yeah. He licensed to the Premier Builders Guild to kick these things out. 
Meanwhile, he continued to make one-off custom things for people. He's living in Pennsylvania now, Fano. So if somebody wanted like the super fancy dentist special, he would still do that for you. Got it. But as far as the alt facto stuff, that was being handled by the premier builders guild out there. Okay. So the builders guild would build the ones where it's just like, okay, make me the five black ones or whatever. Yeah. But then you could do custom built stuff from Fano. Yeah. On the side, he was doing one-offs for yeah. people. Yeah. Eventually, mm -hmm. Fano himself quits the Premier Builders Guild. This is 2014. He just decides he wants to do his own thing. Yeah, go out on your own. He's feeling like he's got different ideas in his head. He wants to kind of reinvent himself. Sure. Part of him doing that is that he has to leave the name behind. He leaves it with the Premier Builders Guild. And that didn't last long because they folded in 2016. Yeah. And then the Fano name passes over to Desert Sun Musical Instruments. That is today's Fano. Right. Those are the guys making Fanos today. And we met a bunch of those guys. What you've got here, though? This is a Novo. Mm. That's what Fano does. Fires up his new company and calls it Novo Guitars. Premier Builders Guild is in... California. California. He's living in Pennsylvania? Yes. Okay. Fleetwood, Pennsylvania. Is that a cool place? I don't know. I've never been there. What do you know about Pennsylvania? Amish country. Sure. Amish families will yep. let you into their house yep. and cook you a whole dinner. You pay to sit at the table with them and right. kind of eat in silence. Did you do it? Yeah. My parents were into that kind of thing. Let's drive oh. out into Pennsylvania and do shit. Right. We're all going to sit on these wooden benches around this table and eat this meal. And yeah. if you have respect for how we do stuff, then you're going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems all right. Was that fun? Yeah. I think I liked it. It was great. Sure. You could go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, see the River of Chocolate. What does that mean? It's a giant river of molten chocolate going right by your face. You're like, look at that. It's a river of chocolate. How safe is that? What temperature does it have to be at? Probably pretty high. Some kid dunks his head in the thing, comes out without a face. <laughs> Third degree chocolate face. <laughs> Third degree chocolate <laughs> face. Terrible. So Dennis Fano launches Novo Guitars. Right. First thing he starts doing is using this tempered wood. Can't you buy old wood that has that look? I think so. Right? Like the Abernathy. Did he bake that? That's old wood. So it's not tempered, but this one is. I think this just sort of replicates that somehow. Got it. So if you have a 200-year-old piece of wood, maybe there's no point in doing that. Right. I don't know. His first new design is called the Sectus. Offset, but it's got two horns. Okay. And it's got refinements all around it in terms of the pickups and the pick guard and all of that kind of thing. Next came the Cirrus models, T, S, and J models. Mm -hmm. Those have to do with appointments, those designations. So is he building by line then and not, hey, I kind of want a Les Paul Jr., but I want it with a Tele Bridge and... You know, I got to think not. I think he was going with these models. Okay. Finally, Ed, mm -hmm. in 2017, he decides to move the whole operation. I don't know how many employees he had at that point, but they leave Pennsylvania and move to Nashville. Nashville's got all kinds of cool country music stuff. Maybe you go to Elvis's house. That's uh, Memphis. 
Sure. Where's Dollywood? Is that Tennessee? I don't know. Dollywood and Branson are maybe not exactly my demographic. Maybe not mine either. But, you know, I picture Nashville as a very cool place. I do too. Seems like a cool town. What do you think the first move is Dennis makes once he's up and running there in Nashville? <laughs> I think he's taking these guitars around to some studios, maybe? He designs a new model. Oh, okay. The Revolta. Mm. Here's where we get to the controversial part for a lot of listeners, I'm sure. Oh, no. It's an Asian import. Eh, whatever. It's the only model they make that is. Mm -hmm. All their other models are made right there in Nashville. Sure. 2020, mm -hmm. what I hold in my hand comes out. The model, you mean? Yeah. The Solus mm -hmm. F1. Is there Solus F1, F2? F1, like M1, and H2. That thing sounds so good. A little bit of a ripper. So the F1 just comes with the Fralin Tele Bridge. Okay. The M1 comes with Fralin P90. Okay. And the H2, modern PAFs. That's it. It's a pickup differentiator, I think, largely. Pedal. It's pretty good. The Demodash T120. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want to sound like a really crappy videotape in an even crappier VCR? Yo-Yo Ma does not want that sound. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, Ed. That is the story of Dennis Fano and how he got from his namesake guitars all the way up to this Novo that we are holding. Yeah. I got this from our good friends over there at Thunder Road Guitars. Thunderroadguitars.com? Yes, the very same. Those guys are great. They were very kind in letting me take this. You know, I like to stop by the Thunder Road Guitars in beautiful West Seattle. Yeah. Every once in a while you walk in and the place is just stuffed. The last time I was in there, there were just guitars everywhere. You gotta try it. Try and decide. Hey, Ed. Yeah. It's got torrified wood. Okay. It only has one pickup, single coil. Mm -hmm. It's distressed and aged in all the right ways. Yep. Can you go first? Buy or deny? I would call this a buy. Guy like you. We go back and forth on this a lot when we get to buy and deny. Mm -hmm. Who are you buying or denying for? I don't think the answer to that has to ever be one thing. Sometimes it's, do I want this? Or am I talking about somebody else who wants this? Right. Am I talking about this particular example or some other variant? So are you a buy on the one you're holding? Yes. Okay. I'm super duper a buy on this thing. Picked it up and it's super fun to play. Love it. But man, if you go to the site, site. Let me ask you that then. What you, would you do to this to make it even more of a buy? Like, black? You can get it in any color as long as it's black. I don't own a sparkle. A distressed sparkle. Yeah. Wow. Like Coke bottle green sparkle, Ooh. copper sparkle, grape jelly sparkle, or finish over finishes. Man, black over burst. 
So this thing is awesome. This thing is a buy. Right. And then start digging into the options. Double buy. Yeah. To be clear for everybody listening, this is a boutique guitar. Sure. This is a handmade boutique American guitar. So you will be paying for this. Sure. If you're looking to get Junior a guitar for Christmas, you know, you could probably save a couple dollars here and there by doing something else. Yeah. I'm going to take pictures of this, Ed. And I'm going to take those pictures. Yeah. Where are you going to put and them? And I'm going to dump them onto the interweb with all the other dreck <laughs> that's floating around. It's going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> the aliens are going to come down. The stuff they're going to find, it's mind-numbing. Some culture with no awareness of anything because it only just now discovered our planet. Mm. Who were these people? Idiots. Blow it up. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. we are still proud members mm. of the Ruinous Media Network of Music-Related Podcasts. Joe, Patrick, Chris, the crew. Joe, Patrick, Chris. Yep. <laughs> I was racking my brain like, did I miss somebody? You can't shout out everybody, John. No. Calm down. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Calm it down. Yeah. Okay then, Ed. Good job. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye now.